You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like Enterprise Bank, helping people and businesses create success. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon and Kat Deal from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber as we continue our On the Road series. We're over in downtown Lemonster at 12 Manning Avenue at Cutiques. We're chatting with Neil and Cassandra Abramson from ECI Stores. Both of you, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you guys for coming to meet us here. It's very exciting to be with you guys. Thank you. We were especially excited because we didn't have to set up a table or chairs or anything. It was all <laughs> set and ready to go. We had like furniture options today. Plenty of that for you here. Yes. Well, you know what we have to do when we put it together in an actual studio? We'll have to just get Neil and Cassandra to decorate it. We'll have to have them come out and decorate for us. We'll be all set. We'll be nice. We would be happy to do that for you. So for those who haven't been in Cutiques, uh, we're seeing lots of furniture and different items. Can you tell us a little bit about the ECI store umbrella? Because folks will hear Cutie Patooties or Cutiques and ECI stores. How is this all arranged? So we originally started our business, a little bit of a history backstory for you. We started our business with Cutie Patooties in 1998, aging myself. 98, that was 24 years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just celebrated our anniversary uh, of the store in October. And so we started with kids clothes because we had just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Our baby was six months old. And what are we going to do? She's outgrowing things like every day, yeah. right? They grow so quickly. So we needed to, um, originally I had been consigning with another store in Worcester and, uh, she ended up closing her store and called me down there one day. I had a few things on consignment there and she called all of her consigners one day and just said, I'm closing my store. If you want your items back, you need to come in the next week. I'm closing my store. I went down there and met with her, and I said, "Well, why why are you closing your store? I mean, this is this is great now. What like, selfish, <laughs> selflessly? What am I going to do? What are you going to yeah. do now? Right?" And um, she said, "Oh, this business is horrible. It's it's so much work. It's day to day. I I never get a day off. It's just horrible." And um, after speaking with her, and I left the store, and I ended up calling. Neil, my husband, and I said, uh, "We're opening a consignment store." <laughs> after all that she said about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Before I even got home, mm-hmm. I, I called him. I said, we're opening a consignment store. And his one response was, great. <laughs> one condition. And uh, that was that we were going to run it as a business. And uh, neither one of us knew much about what we were getting ourselves into on that day in 1998, uh, except for that uh, I knew consignment shopping was something uh, Cassandra and her mother did on uh, Saturdays while I watched our daughter. And she didn't know what I meant by run a business, but you know, not only are we still here 24 years later, we're still married 24 years later, which is not easy, easy in business. So, And not only that, but you've also expanded to include multiple yes. avenues with this right. business. Yeah, it's not just children's clothes right. anymore. Right, so as, as our daughter grew, we needed to have more things. So as she ended up uh, you know, graduating out of children's sizes, we needed to add on because, again, selfishly, what am I going to do, right? So we added on teen sizes, which is Q-teens, so that is a department within the Cutie Patooties that is called Q-teens, and that does juniors and young men's. 
all your favorite mall brands that you would normally go and spend much more on uh, at the mall we carry for the Q-Teens department. Then we decided to get into home decor and furniture. That's where we started Cutiques, which is a combination of cuties and antiques. Is how you get the name Cutiques. Uh, thanks to our friend Don, who came up with that name for us. And um, so we started home decor and furniture, and it was actually in the Cutie Patootie location. We were all together when we first started Cutiques. Cutiques was outgrowing our location of the space, the side of the store that we had available for it. So we ended up moving over to um, Twin City Plaza over um, by Hannaford and yeah, mm-hmm. over there. We moved Cutiques over there. And then this location became available, and it's just, we love this location. We love the building. We love being downtown. We love the history of this building. So we ended up moving Cutiques here, and that gave us space to then add in ladies' clothing, which is CP and Company, um, which is Mrs. Petite's plus sizes, shoes and accessories. So we do a little bit of everything. And what's the community reception been um, every time you add a new avenue or a new branch to Cutiques and ECI stores? Um, it's been amazing. It's been yeah. over. It's been uh, humbling and overwhelming at the same time because you know, it, it, we followed our customers' journey. We talk about following our journey and our in, and and our child growing, but it's really been following our customers and our community as well. Um, and they've grown with us. So their families have grown up on us. Um, you know, we now have kids that were. Kids. <laughs> yeah, the other day I was over at Cuties. We had, um, I needed to be over there for a few minutes, and one of the consigners was a child. And I'm like, not to age you or me, but I remember when you were like five years old. She's like, I know, and now I'm pregnant with my second. I'm oh. like, oh my goodness. Yeah. You know. But that's incredible that you made such a strong connection that someone whose family got consignment clothes there. Uh, when they were little, now sees the value and the importance to come back and be a consigner herself. Right, right. It, we definitely have several families that are second generation. So that's that's fun for us. And we get to know our customers more than a traditional retail location. We really get to know our customers and their families, and we get to see how they grow up and how they continue to evolve, what they need. They have new activities. They have new interests. They go on vacation. You know, we get to know that from our customers, not just as a cashier checking them out. Right. And and as someone who consigns with you guys, it is personal. It is personal. When you go up and you, and you bring in your consignment, you talk about things. You make a connection with the folks that work here. And it is very generational. And I love the fact that you are seeing that happening at, and congratulations on 24 years of being a business. That's a, that's a feat in itself. Um, especially since, you know, two years ago, everything changed, especially in the retail market. Correct. Yeah. I mean, we were closed for 78 days and we could not have anyone in the building. It was no, it was actually, uh, we couldn't have any of our staff in the building. We couldn't have anyone else in the building except us so in both, all of all three of our locations, because we actually have a separate processing center that actually, um, they're the backbones behind, behind all of our process. They actually check all the clothing to make sure it doesn't have any rips or stains. The zippers work, you know, it's all clean and good. And um, we couldn't have anyone working there either. So for 78 days, it was just us. We had a, a staff of 22 down to two. Overnight. What a change. What a change yeah. in all of the stores. So what did you guys do for 78 days? A lot of cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> a 
No, we had we have a lot of uh, behind the scenes things that we had to do, but we were also then pivoted to online, a lot more online. Mm-hmm. Um, when we could, we then did uh, curbside pickup, um, that type of thing. But during that time, I mean, we all know we went from March to June. We had a complete season change. Yeah. yeah. So we had to clean out the whole store from all the winter items to then switch it over. So we'd have the summer items when we were able to open again. Our customers would have what they needed. Yeah. Did and you, you, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Travis. Did you find that there was a bigger demand for uh, consignment clothes and things like that, especially as folks were dealing with different hardships and things like that? There was a bigger demand. There was a huge demand in the beginning when we reopened for mm-hmm. taking your consignment. You had time to clean out your closet when oh, you were home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the things we all avoided for so long, we now had time that we couldn't avoid it anymore. So we had a huge drop off influx. Um, and then when we first reopened, Cutiques and home decor and furniture was uh, in high demand because everyone wanted to spruce up their home because you were suddenly spending a lot more time at home. And they realized how their walls looked for their Zooms. So right. They used a new background. <laughs> right. Yes. right. Right. And they needed a table big enough for two or three kids to do homeschooling at once. Right. And there's um, a whole association with reselling that I learned about that I don't know. I don't think the majority of our listeners would know about as well. Yeah, and there, there's a, a, you know, like with most things, there's a national organization, and the National Association of Resale and Thrift Shops, uh, NARTS, is the uh, national resale organization, um, and I'm the immediate past president of NARTS, first uh, man to ever serve on the uh, board for that um, as president, and uh, guide uh, businesses through the pandemic. So, I mean, it, uh, it it's sort of my natural talent anyways is not stuff i'm not the i'm not the merchandising uh you'll never find me in the store merchandising <laughs> that, it's that, not pretty when he does it's not <laughs> it's not pretty um but i'm the systems guy and i'm the operations guy and uh and the figure it out guy and find a better way uh to do it guy and so i spent a lot of my time while while uh, Cassandra was working on on cleaning the stores and and getting them ready to eventually reopen, I spent time my time advising other businesses and helping them survive the pandemic and uh, grow their way out of it. You know, once you decide that you're not going to let that put you out of business, um, that you're going to evolve. You the challenges that you face in business are ever evolving there's constant there's constant uh challenges it's it's always changing which is which is good the pace of change has accelerated in everything and um so guiding businesses through that is how i spent most of my uh, yeah actually neil pivoted most of his time to during the day he would do one-on-one uh phone calls with other small businesses across the country uh through actually international canada as well um to help guide them other small businesses like ours where did you turn to when you didn't know what to do, how to survive, how to take care of your team members, how to take care of your customers, how not to lose your customers? So Neil spent most of his time during the day on one-on-one phone calls with them. And then every evening, every single night for 608 nights, he did a Facebook Live show mm-hmm. for small businesses um, that was free for anyone to watch and um, would just talk about you know how to just kind of navigate and and it was a is a constant 
nice, steady voice, somebody you knew you could talk to, and somebody that had some of the answers of this is how you apply for a loan. This is how you can get some of the governmental things that were available. And this is how you can still remain relevant to your customers and your team while you're actually closed. And Neil, for you, what kind of feedback were you getting from these one-on-one calls in Uh, in these businesses? It was... uh, they were overwhelmed by it. So, I mean, it, most people were just didn't know where to turn and what to do. It was humbling for me because, you know, I'm known as the resale guy, but it transcended industries because it really became, as it went on, you would talk to, they would talk to anybody else they knew in business, their neighbor in business, the, the hair salon, their nail salon, their liquor store. I was getting calls from all sorts of businesses and friends and my neighbor across the street owns this restaurant and he owns this and can you talk to him and help them and so the the was like 30 something industries that right I, right we, we kept a list we kept <laughs> we, we kept a list of physical big, therapists this, chiropractors, chiropractors i mean all, yeah, all, all sorts of different things everything yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just yeah. everything it was just it was because the widget didn't matter it didn't matter what they were selling or what they were doing they were all facing the same things and that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I don't worry uh, about the next hundred things. I worry about the next thing I need to, to worry about. And and I only worry about what's what I can control. Everything that I can't control, um, I don't worry about. I also do, did a whole, I, I'm very good at small business advocacy, which I've always enjoyed at, at both the local, state, and federal level. And um, those contacts really came in handy at getting factual information um, during this time where I could reach out to somebody, um, you know, at the state level or in Washington and actually get them to return my email or get me to somebody um, to, to take my call was, was, uh, was really amazing during all of this. So I was able to help people and give them the right information. And for you, uh, did you ever think that you'd be able to make an impact not just here locally, but as your wife mentioned, across the country and internationally, that the two of you would be able to help so many businesses navigate this unprecedented time? Well, you help people with what whatever you can do. You know, you help people with the talents you have and you just give and you 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 just keep on going. You keep moving forward. You don't worry about what happened yesterday. You don't worry about what's behind you. You know, none of that bothers me. And but we're also firm believers in giving when you can and then if you ever needed it, it would be there for you. Yeah. So that is that is an underarching right. philosophy that we have both in the business and personally that, you know, as much as we can, we um, I like to host different events for local community groups to use our spaces or to have, um, you know, raffle prizes for them to use for their fundraising efforts or for other things. You know, there's many, many areas that just needs a little a little help and we can the things that we can do we can do and and then somebody else will do the other parts and we'll all, all so, work together right it's so important that you're part of the community you know i mean that's that's your you are the community you are looking at your neighbor's houses here as you look around at cutiques you're looking at that when you shop our, our clothing stores you're shopping your neighbor's closets and um and it's really cool because that that's what our stores represent and this is a part of the community, and um, I know that you guys have a very strong feeling towards shopping and staying local. Correct. Um, and I know that you're part of the chambers 
um, gift local program, which is our gift card that is only used in our region for folks um, to shop locally. Can you guys talk a little bit about that? Because I know you're very big advocates of shop local and we have a very big shopping season coming. Yeah, we do. And, uh, you know, you don't always think about it whenever you're out and you need to pick up something for your home, for your your wardrobe, a gift for someone else. You don't always think about where I, where am I going to make the most impact. But by shopping at small stores, local stores, you can actually keep more of your investment in your community. So more of your money, whenever you're actually buying your purchase anyway, can actually stay to help support your neighbors in them getting a job, having a fair wage, being able to, um, then they go out and buy lunch at your favorite deli, which keeps them in business. You know, it's a trickle down effect at all. It all goes together. But by keeping your money locally, more of that money gets invested locally and we have a stronger community for it. The gift local program is an, is a excellent program to be able to keep our money together, but join forces. So it's not just a one-on-one with my customers and gift cards directly to them, which we do also offer. (laughs) But uh, with the gift local program, you then have the variety and you can go to other places. You can use it for for restaurant and meals. You can use it for services. You can use it for products. And that actually just helps expand everyone's knowledge base. Right now we're chatting with Neil and Cassandra Abramson from ECI Stores at QTeeks in downtown Leominster on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. We'll be right back. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? To advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon, Cat Deal, as we are on the road chatting with Neil and Cassandra Abramson over at QTeeks in downtown Leominster. And as people are shopping, you mentioned the word variety, and there's a lot of variety at your different stores. For those who aren't as familiar as Kat is with the consignment process and the holidays are coming up and maybe they're doing some of that closet cleaning or they're thinking about coming in and purchasing items, how does the consignment process work? So you drop off the items that you're no longer needing. Maybe it's for your kids' clothes, clothing they've outgrown. You know, what are you going to do with it? They're not going to shrink back down into that size. You know, or there's things that you purchase that you thought you were going to wear to this great event and you ended up, I don't know if anybody's like me, I buy like three things for one event. Then I usually buy, wear the one thing I already had. So I still have other things that have new tags. Don't tell anyone, you know, in my closet. And um, so you have things that you, you don't really need. When you come to the point where you realize that you can let some of those things go, you bring them into our stores. We're able to go through them and make sure, like I mentioned, that they have the correct buttons, that the zippers work, that everything's in good condition. Someone else would be able to use it. And um, we do all of that heavy lifting for you. So we do all of that. We put it all into our computer system. Then we work on merchandising, selling it for you, either locally. We do also sell on our website. So we ship things out every day. We have, gosh, 
a whole stack of boxes waiting to be picked up today. Yeah, I mean, we ship to every state every month, um, yep. every state in the country. I mean, it's sort of that that fun game we play. Ooh, we haven't gotten this state yet. There's, you know, we haven't shipped to Kansas yet this month, and it's the 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 uh, the fifteenth. You know, we got to get an order from Kansas, and so it's it's fun to see what people shop for in the middle of the night. And uh, and but they all need. different all different things and all different sizes. So it can be as, as simple as just a plain T-shirt. Or it can be, you know, a set of dishes or a set of glasses or a Waterford vase. And then on the other side of that, you have the person who's consigning. Correct. And the benefits of that. Right, right. So you're able to clean out your items. You don't have to have a yard sale or have or meet up someone that you don't know to be able to do a private transaction. You're able to bring it here, simply give it to us. We do all of the work for you. And then you receive compensation for it once it sells. So then you're able to reuse it within the store or you can pick it up in cash and use it as cash. And hearing that phrase, doing all the work for you, I think is so refreshing because I'm one of those people, I'll be honest, I have stuff that like I know I could probably let go of, but it, it just gets intimidating. You right. see it sitting there and you don't know how the process works. And, and so this really does all that work for you. All I have to do is get it out of my house. Right, right. Bring it to us. Um, the clothing, we do ask that you put it on hangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, do a little bit of the work for us. Uh, mostly, actually, we ask you put it on hangers so that you have a chance to look at it to make sure in case there's a stain that you notice at home, you don't even need to bring that to us. Many times by just putting on the hanger, you can notice that it's missing a button that maybe you forgot about. And so I've not consigned furniture, but I do know that on the other end of it, that you can use your consignment right back into the store. Correct. And the furniture consignment, how does that work? Is that slightly different? Is it the same process? Because I can't just like walk in with a bag of furniture. So do you have timing for that where you have folks that come in? and We ask that you send us a picture of of a large item like a sofa or a dining room table just so we can make a look, take a look at it just to make sure that it's still in style, that someone's looking for it. Um, And that's really to make it easier for you. So you're not lugging something here um, when and for something that's not going to sell that we're not going to be able to accept. Right, right. We want this. This is a this is a partnership. You know, we work together. So we need your items to be the best items they can be so they can sell the best for you and for us. Um, you know, if, if your item doesn't sell, there's there's no benefit So for either one of us. So we want your item to be able to sell. Um, but as small smaller items that are not a furniture piece, you can, you can bring in any day without an appointment. So yes, very accommodating. Yeah. You guys are very accommodating. Yeah, we do. Help. We do 10 to three every day. Uh, you can bring up to two laundry baskets worth of clothing over at Cuties, or you can bring up to 25 items here at Cutiques and we'll go through them right then and be able to see what we can or cannot accept. And so we mentioned that um, Cutiques is at 12 Manning Ave. Where is Cutie Patooties for those who haven't been over there? Johnny Appleseed Plaza, 12, uh, 1021 Central Street. And that houses how many stores inside of it? So that's technically has three stores as Cutie Patooties, Q-Teens, which is the teen and young men's department, and then CP and Company, which is Mrs. Petites and Plus, are all together over there. So you can shop for the really for the family clothing all together. Uh, we find many families who mom is maybe helping the younger kids pick out things that they need. Then the teens or tweens go off and find what they like. And then hopefully mom gets five minutes to shop for herself, pick out a few things that she needs so you can get everybody all at once. So it's that real one-stop shop for yes. all your clothing needs. Right, right. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. It is. And for the two of you, um, you mentioned being in the business now 24 years. all started because you had a young daughter mm-hmm. and you wanted to make it easier. What's it like to know that you spent now over two, well, two decades um, helping young families in that same position? Aging me. 
<laughs> no, I, that's that's been great. I mean, that's that's what they say. Many of the best businesses are solving a problem, right? So for all, all of our families, we have this problem of how do I economically clothe my children, get quality items, and really with consignment, you can get better items than you could normally. Yeah, you might be able to normally. Yeah, it's not the olden days of of where it was looked at as trading down. You're really trading up by buying resale. You're keeping the money in your community, not only because you're shopping local, but all the, our supply chain is local. So all the people, all the money stays, you know, the percentage of money that's staying all right here is just amazing. I mean, and we use local vendors, local contractors for everything. I mean, it, it's really amazing um, how all the money stays stays right here in Leominster uh, or in the, in the greater um, north central area. So it's really neat. And you're able to support all of your local employees as well. Yeah, we, we 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 employ 27 or so people right now, around 27 mm-hmm. people. We um, offer, uh, because of uh, of our various memberships and chamber and our connections that we've made, you know, we're, we're not only able to offer fair wages, we offer um, health insurance, dental, a retirement plan, um, that we're, we're distant dreams that, you know, you're giving that up when you're leaving the corporate world and everything, and here we are, a small business that can offer that to our employees. And uh, that's and the impact that that has made on our employees' lives is a is a side effect that I hadn't really thought about opening a business. You know, being able to, to hire someone who's been a stay-at-home mom for several years, making a huge impact there, being able to employ her outside of the home, and now she has that value again. And she's able to contribute to her family. She's able to support her kids. That's how many of the the kids, like, they could do soccer because mom had the job, the part-time job to help pay for those, you know, things. Or they have a vacation because they're able to do those types of things. Having done this now for 24 years out of your need, um, obviously your daughter has grown. Correct. No longer has that need as much. Oh, okay, still needy. She has different <laughs> needs. Different the need, needs. The needs have evolved, have Dif- continued to evolve. Different yes. needs, different needs. Is there any other big horizon ideas coming across your uh, your desk that you're thinking maybe this is what we take on? Well, in our in our business world, um, Neil's expertise has actually evolved where he's able to do a uh, he started his own consulting business um, called Next Level Resale plug for them, next level resale. Um, So he's able to support uh, small businesses. They do a monthly coaching program for small resale businesses across the internationally again, um, to help support businesses all over the country to be able to grow their businesses. They just had their first um, in-person conference. They had 30 people at their conference in Chicago, outside of Chicago and to plan your 2023. And um, that was really amazing to be able to plan not only your your promotions and your sales, but also your business and financial aspects. That's really phenomenal. And branching out into that consulting, was that a result of all the work that you did during the pandemic or was that something you had worked on beforehand? It, it was it was both. Um, I had done some consulting before. I'd been in the consulting world before. Um, and certainly prior to resale, I had worked as a, as a business consultant. Um, so I understood what that, involved and um but the need was really there coming out of the pandemic it's like okay how do you help us continue to grow and so um being able to meet that need um and how helping people grow because there 
because you always have to evolve. You always have to evolve your business. You can't be doing, it used to be, well, you can't be doing what you're doing 30 years ago, and you can't be doing what you're doing 20 or 10. And, you know, then it was like five years ago. When the pandemic showed, you can't be doing what you were doing two years ago. And and that acceleration and that um, way is only going to continue in business, okay? The way you're recording this podcast isn't the way you would have done it three years ago, okay? No. And, right. and the way you do it three years from now will not be the same, okay? And so you have to have that mindset, um, and that's actually where the name Next Level, okay, was that infinite staircase. Business has no finish line. This isn't a marathon, you know. It, it is, it, business is a marathon, okay? It's not a sprint, but it has no finish line. There's no, there's no ticker tape at the end that you're running through and saying, aha, I finished, yay! Mm-hmm. There, there, there isn't that in business. If you are creating a business of excellence and a team of excellence and a store of excellence in our case, um, there is no finish line. And so it is just always looking to level up and always looking for what's that next crazy idea that sounds completely crazy when you say it um, but isn't. And I've always had a good knack of, of learning from businesses that are much bigger than us and say, okay, how do I scale that idea down to where we are in business today? And how do I learn from somebody that's smaller than us, okay? And how do I scale that up to us? Um, and um, so helping other businesses do that same thing, not, not create a copy of us, but to create the best of themselves is something that I've always enjoyed. All right, we've all you know heard the pivot phrase over and over <laughs> the past three years, but that's that's not changing. No. Where that needs to continue, your business is always pivoting. You're always changing. You're always uh, reinvesting and relearning and and growing in in new ways. And you mentioned your online sales. Was that a part of a pandemic pivot that you see as that kind of forced you to go away that you really benefited from now? Uh, yes. To a degree. We had already had a website, but the exposure now is much more. The exposure is bigger and the volume of clothing. So we always had a lot of our home decor online. Mm -hmm. Um, That was something, and you could justify it because it also was at a higher price point. And so you could put the labor into doing that. One of the pandemic shifts was putting in the systems and the technology in place that didn't exist before. to allow clothing to get up there um, on our website, because I only have one of everything. I only have one of this shirt. That's right. Okay. And so if you look at a $10 shirt and the labor to take pictures of that, connect it, connect it to your inventory, load it on your website, take it off when it sells in the store or online. Okay. Um, and do all that. It, you, it, you, you have to be incredibly efficient. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the pandemic shifts was I had this crazy idea for the longest time of how to get um, what, what it would take to get clothing online, um, but didn't have the technological component in place. And um, the pandemic forced the kick in the butt to say, okay, how do we develop the technology for this that doesn't exist? And, you know, now we can get front and back pictures of a piece of clothing and we can get 12 items a minute on our website. Wow. That's fast. Uh, and and it's and as soon as this item sells, whether it sells online or in store, it comes right off the website. So So uh, some amazing technology so had to come into play, but 
now you're going to continue to do that and, and continue right. to use that. And that is something that... And that's become a whole nother business unit. Sure, right. Right. I mean, they were pack Every Monday is a busy day packing the packages from the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, and, and seeing where they're going all over the country. It's really it's really neat. That's amazing. And and the packages that go right across town for people that don't get out and can't get out and, uh, and just or found it more busy, convenient. Yeah, you're a busy family. You know, getting, getting over here with two or three kids in tow can be... A challenge. Yeah. <laughs> right. But when you can stay up, when you shop our website in the middle of the night, you can use, if you're a consigner, you can use your store credit. If you're if you're a shopper, you can just use your credit card. You can use the Chamber Shop Local card on our website. I mean, all these different methods. How, however, we you a business today um, has to meet their customers wherever they are. And, and we have adapted our business to do that um, most recently you know we're doing uh, live shows uh, live selling shows if you've seen our Facebook page every Tuesday night at six um, you'll see it's a our lot. watch and shop uh, show Tuesday uh, nights at six o'clock either at we're either at cuties or at cutiques um, every Tuesday night we're showing some of the newest items that just came in and you're able to purchase them right from Facebook so. yeah and and if you don't know you need to follow everybody everybody needs to follow you guys on social media your Instagram posts are amazing I follow you guys on everything can you give out your what you are on all the social medias and what your website is of course so our, our, the website to get to everything is probably going to be easiest just ECI that's Edward Charles Isaac stores s-t-o-r-e-s dot com um, that gives you it's actually a, a combined website so you can shop both clothing and home decor and furniture all in one spot and we have many many people who like to just scroll through our new arrivals and see what just came in today which would be what i would do if i wasn't here already seeing all the new arrivals <laughs> i get the benefit of getting to see them all in person First dibs on everything. Yes. <laughs> Does that make it hard? It, over the years, I've grown. I can I can step back a little bit. Um, when we have new team members, that's like their first couple paychecks is just buying everything because now you're exposed to it, yeah. and then they start to to realize it's still going to be here. Um, and then on Facebook, we are Cutiques and uh, Cutie Patooties Consignment, and uh, Instagram is uh, Cutiques and Cutie Patooties. Awesome. And for those who are joining us, we've been chatting with Neil and Cassandra Abramson from ECI Stores at their Cutiques location at 12 Manning Avenue, right in downtown Leominster. And when you're driving in downtown Leominster, you can see the sign up high uh, so you know exactly where it is. Right, right. We love being downtown and being able to be um, active members of all the things that are offered downtown. Well, we want to thank you both for joining us today on the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon here with Cat Deal from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.